Can I get a year? I like to see it. I see nothing but a hundreds going through the chat. Y'all know what time it is. I need to see nothing but the hundreds. Hundreds it up, man. Hundreds it up, man. There we go, man. It look good. It look good, don't it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We here, man. Don't it feel good to do the show after a win? You know what I mean? Don't it feel good? Right, right. Like, don't it feel good to like come on here and 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 know that we're gonna be talking about mostly positives? Like, it feels good, man. It, it warms my heart. Warms my heart. Sean, my good man, how you doing today? Yeah, I'm feeling phenomenal, man. Like you said, it's always great to come in here after a job. You know, you know, it's gonna be positive vibes. You know, it's about to be happy about. So I'm definitely feeling excellent, man. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm great. Woke up on the right side of the bed. Feeling good about life, feeling good about, you know, the future. I can't complain. I cannot complain. Cedric, how you feeling, man? What's good, what's good, what's good, man? I'm chilling, about to get this shake, you know what I mean? Peanut peanut butter going bananas, you know what I mean? The day is beautiful. I got some, some fly shit that's happening later on. It's just been an excellent day, man. I was working out, body feeling right. Let's rock. Yes, sir. I, I followed your lead. And I, I got myself a smoothie. It may not be your peanut butter shake, but I got myself a strawberry banana, you know, little veggies in there, so a nice little pick-me-up smoothie. I'm feeling good, man. I see how you be feeling, man. Respect, man. Respect, man. Get that smoothie yeah. on. I'm with on. I'm going to workouts, you know, a few hours after this goes. I'm feeling good, man. You know, I got a lot of compost, a little selfie. A little... No, it wasn't a selfie. I posted a picture yesterday. People like, yo, you getting skinny. I'm like, yo... If my man said can do it, why can't I? You know what I mean? That's how I feel. All right. We here, man. Welcome to another episode of Next Chat of the Day After. Happy Tuesday to you all. Hope your week has started off great and hope you're feeling good. Just I hope you're feeling as good as the host, right? As you can hear, we have positive, good energy, and we hope that is is exuding all, you know, to you all. So, I hope your Tuesday and your Monday has been going amazing. Um, but we here, man. All right, let's get to it, man. Last night, New York Knicks went up against the god-awful Timberwolves. That team sucks, man. I not, Listen, I know I am not one to talk because I root for a team that hasn't won a championship in 50 years. But, golly, the Timberwolves just, just – it just seems like there's just no motivation, just – just, just, oh, just, it, it, it looks like a very bad, like, team to play for. I'm going to be honest, man. Like, it's just, the energy just didn't do it for me, just watching them. And then you see what what goes on with Anthony Edwards and how he just seems so lax. They, he keeps talking about the team as being trash. It's just very weird, like, very weird energy with that team. And I just found myself laughing so many points watching Carl Anthony Towns because he's like this fake, big, doofy, just 
he has moments where he just be it's like he's cosplaying like a sh- like a Shaq kind of character. Like it's just very weird energy with that team. So I don't know. But we went there, we went there and did we 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 took care took care of him, man. 120-107. Um that team, you know, they 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 do have talented players. I mean, if you're an NBA team, you have talented players. You know, you look at the Utah Jazz, they're number one in the in the Western Conference, but we thought they were tanking. You know what I mean? So if you play for, you know, the any team in the NBA, you got talent. But we out talented them. I think our players came in there knowing what happened last game, knowing that they needed to, you know, turn things upside down. And they did, man. You got to go and beat the teams you're supposed to beat, right? Like mid-level teams, bad teams. Go and, go and show them why you're the middest of the mid. And that's what we did. Um, I got a few points. Um, of course, we got to talk about the big three. You know, Julius Randle had, I think, one of his best games since he's been a part of the Knicks. I mean, he gave me very bubbled Randall, you know, very, very 2021 Randall. Um, when he hit, what did he hit, four or five threes in the first quarter? I was like, oh, he's feeling it tonight. He's feeling it. He even had the crossover on on Prince, almost touch earth and hit the three. Yeah, he was feeling it. He was feeling it. And listen, like I said, man, I'm not the type that root against players on my team just because I don't like them. If they on the team, you know, I root for the front of the jersey, not the back. So the same energy we gave him when we wanted him off this team, when we thought he was horrible, we got to give him the same energy when he have a good game. And yesterday, Julius Randle had a great game. So, you know, 31 points, eight rebounds, three assists. You know, he almost he 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 tied his career high for three-pointers. Come on, man. You got to give credit where credit is due. He had a very good game. He was finding others. He was, you know, he still had his lapses on defense. But listen, this is how I feel, right? If you're going to have a lapse somewhere, please make up for it elsewhere. The issue with some of these players is that they'll just have lapses and lapses all across the board. And they won't show any. Like, if you're going to have a lapse on defense, if you're not going to get over the screens, if you're going, if you're not going to box out, if you're going to let these guys hit three, you better have seven threes in the game. You better have 31 points, especially if we're paying you top dollar, right? Like, that's what I got from Julius, and he did what he needed to do. Um, Shout out to R.J. Barrett, 22, 5, and 5. He looked really good last night. He, you know, was finding his, play, you know, playmaking. Was, he looked good around the basket, was getting them foul calls, which you love to see. I think when, when R.J. Barrett is getting to the line, that's a good, that's a good sign. And he's and he's hitting now. He's hitting these his free throws, man. Eighty three percent from the free throw. He only missed one. You got you love to see it. You know what I mean? That's the RJ Barrett we've been asking for. And then my guy, you know, Jalen Brunson, twenty three points, five rebounds, eight assists, sixty four percent from the field, nine for fourteen, hit two big threes, a hundred percent from the from the free throw line. That's the point guard, man. That is what we've been waiting for. That is what we've been waiting for. You know what I mean? When people talk about needing a point guard, when people talk about, oh, he might not be the guy, he doesn't find others. He, man, Jalen Brunson, is, is, is it's, it's okay for him to have bad games. It's okay for him to have moments where he, 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 he might just be figuring it out. I said it before. You are now asking this guy to be the leader of a team, the, the, the leader of the, of the offense, and be in a starting position, which he's never been since he's been in the league four years. 
it's a huge ask. It's going to be rocky moments. But he's to me, I believe Jalen Brunson is going to have more good moments than not. And that is what we are starting to see with Jalen Brunson. He's starting to, you know, this is my thing. Even when Jalen Brunson takes a bad shot, it's still a good shot. Like, his shots are never, like, like it, it never, like, takes the rhythm out of, you know, it stops the rhythm for the game. It's never out of the flow of the offense. It's always unjust. So he, he might miss a, a three-pointer, but then, you know, right, the, the play right after, come back and, 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 and give you one of them hezzy, hezzy, tween, tween, head fakes, head fakes, mid, mid-range. That's just what he does, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really like Jalen Brunson, man. I'm really glad we have him. And, you know, Obi Toppin, man, Obi Toppin is showing why he deserves the 25 minutes he got last night. Thank, thank God, finally, he hit the 25-minute mark. Like, I hope it continues even with Mitchell Robinson being back. Like, you know, Obi Toppin deserves to be out there, man. 15.7 rebounds, three assists, four steals. Obi Toppin had four steals. He was in those passing lanes. Obi Toppin has gotten better on defense. He's gotten better within his shooting. He's my what I love the most about Obi is his confidence, man. He's taking shots that I I know if he would back his rookie year, if he made one shot and missed it, he was not shooting again from that three-point line. Now he looks confident out there. He looks he doesn't look like the scared little boy. He looks like, okay, I'm here now. And I'm gonna show y'all and I'm gonna prove to y'all why I need more than 15 minutes a game. You love to see it. Love to see it, man. I'm so happy for Obi, man. Like, I feel like Obi's like my little brother. You know what I mean? And like, you, there's moments where he's gonna get on your nerves because he's gonna do some some dickhead shit. But then there's moments where you're just like, you just want to see him win. You know, like I love the fact that Obi Toppin is taking this situation with grace. He he doesn't complain. He's not out there arguing with nobody besides Rick Brunson. I'm really curious to see what happened with them because to get Obi out of bent out of shape is. Something had to happen, but like he he's he's answers the questions, you know, with with positivity, with good energy, and you know, for him to be getting fifteen minutes a game is blasphemous at this point. Obi Toppin needs to be playing. When there's a stat out there, when Obi Toppin plays, you know, more than twenty minutes, we've won every game. I believe with four and zero when he plays more than twenty minutes. Come on, man. Um. Derek Rose, you know, uh, Derek Rose. I'm gonna keep talking about it because it just continues. To, he continues to look bad, man. One for ten from the field. I think those minutes need to go elsewhere, man. I would. I'm at the point where I'd rather even see Deuce, man. <laughs> I'd rather see Deuce. Give the give the minutes to quick, or just give it to Deuce, man. Like Derek is not ready right now. Something's off. Something's off. Um. Yeah, man. I really liked the game last night, man. I love the fact that we. You know, we got that Knicks PTSD. You know um, it, what I mean? Like, I know I ain't the only one when we was up 20. We was like, yeah, still a little nervous. Like, you can't you can't be confident being up 20 when you're a fan of the Knicks. Like, it's just no confidence there. Like, dude, I, I know that, like, I was doing my best at goddamn trying to keep people calm on the timeline. But I was even nervous, man. My hands were shaking. I was like, come on, 20 points, we, we up. Second quarter, it's gonna get bad, and it never did, man. So those, these are the games that I like: nice, calm, less cardiac Nick games. That's the games that I enjoy. We need a few of those to help with our mental health because I don't know about y'all. I've been stressed the hell out watching these crunch time games, these down two, up two games at one minute left in the fourth. Like those games, 
it, it, it is not good for our mental health, man. I enjoy watching a clear-cut win. And shout out to the Knicks for doing that, man. And I think that's great motivation going into tomorrow's game against the Nets, man. It's, 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 to me, I think it's going to be a good week. I, I feel the energy is right. I like I like the, the 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 chemistry that the guys have. You know, Tom Thibodeau even coached a good game yesterday. Got to give it to him. He going up against his old team, you know, that fired him. I think he, he, you know, it was good, a good game all around, and you love to see it. Sean, it's on you. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Julio hit a lot of points. I, I agree with pretty much everything he said. Um, you know, it's just really good to get a win like that. Uh, really good to not have to stress, to not blow the lead. Um, and the vibes are definitely pretty high right now. Like, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about what we can do moving forward. I think we're, you know, in good shape going into Brooklyn tomorrow. Um, and, you know, I, I just want to start saying shout out to Julius Randle. I mean, he really shot the seams off the basketball. Like, it was really impressive. It was phenomenal. Um, I see some people have, like, bad things to say about him yesterday. I don't really get that. You know, I feel like you can feel how you feel about a guy. But, I mean, like, come on, bro. Like, he shot eight for 13 from three and had 31 points and, um, you know, paced us, honestly. Like, he came out five or seven in the first quarter. And I had the whole team shooting well. Like, you know, Cam got off it, hit two threes early. Uh, you know, RJ got his jumper to fall. Um, Obi got it, had it going early. And, you know, those are the games. Like, those, you know, that, that's a really good energy to have, really good energy to play with. And, you know, I feel like we we were able to really, like, you know, we, we struggled in the first quarter with, like, contesting the perimeter. So we were hitting a lot of threes, but it was still a close game because um, we were giving a lot up, it felt like. And then, you know, we really buckled down in, in the second quarter and the second half for the most part and, you know, started contesting the perimeter, closing out, running them off the line, um, you know. And, and that was really good to see. Like, it was good to see us be able to do that. I think at halftime they were shooting 7 for 28, 7 for 25 from three, which is 28%. You know, it, it, it's good to hold a team to that, like to be able to really get it going and really, you know, crack down. Um RJ Barrett, like I, I, I think you know, I'm, I'm not gonna say that apologies are in order, because you know, it, it's, it's no point. The, the people who should apologize for the things that they said won't apologize, and that's fine. They're just gonna be quiet until he struggles again. Um, but I do think that like we can move away. Like I, I don't want to hear anymore about RJ isn't playing well. I don't want to hear he's not playing. You know, I don't want to hear. R- I, honestly, I think we need to walk back to RJ is mid take. Yeah, I think y'all were wilding. Um, I, I don't want to hear that RJ isn't better than DeAndre Hunter. I think that's insane. I think we can, you know. And then the other day when I said, you know, Anthony Edwards will have a game where he struggles and people will see it a certain way and not say nothing. And then RJ will have a game where he struggles and everybody says he's not it. And everybody told me I couldn't compare RJ to Anthony Edwards. And I don't see why not. I, I don't see why not at all. I mean, they, they both played last night. One of them showed up, one of them didn't. And not only did RJ play well offensively, but he had Anthony Edwards in jail. In jail, like he Anthony Edwards fan like Akon last night. He was treating RJ and Cameron just like Debo. Like when they was out of the game, he was scoring, but when they was in the game, he was quiet again. Like, come on, son, stop playing with RJ Barrett for real. Like, I don't want I don't want RJ Barrett's name played with anymore. Like that shit needs to stop. That shit needs to stop immediately. He's picked it up defensively, and when he when he wasn't playing as well defensively, I acknowledged it. I said he needs to do better defensively. RJ's playing well defensively. I need people to talk about his defense as much as they were talking about it when he wasn't playing that well defensively. Like, have that same energy. Have the same. Everybody wanted to talk about RJ's defense and it was falling off and it wasn't the same. 
I needed conversations about his defense happening again. I didn't see a lot about RJ's defense on the timeline yesterday. I don't see anybody in my mentions about RJ's defense. I don't see anybody in my mentions about RJ anymore at all. And so have that same energy to have as much to say about RJ. You know, he ended the game with the box score seven for 18. That's, you know, that doesn't, I, I don't think that's an accurate reflection of how he was playing. I mean, at one point he was seven for 11 from the field, three for five from three. We love to see it. His jumper left him after that, but whatever. When he scores, when he, when he scores at the end of those games, y'all say it doesn't count. So I'm, I feel like we can say it doesn't count when he misses, since y'all can say it don't count when he scores. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I'm just really happy what we got from our end. Just having Julius, RJ, and Jalen, you know, two games in a row now where they all have it clicking, um, and I think that does really well for us. And I think a huge part of that is, you know, some people said, oh, um, does the offense look better because Mitch isn't playing? And I'm like, no. The offense looks better because Julius Randle's hitting threes. Like Julius Randle hitting threes opens the offense up for everybody involved. It opens the offense up for driving lanes for everybody. It opens the offense up because they've got to close out to Julius and respect that more. And now when you make those, when you swing the ball around a perimeter, it's easier because they have to come out to everything. And so I think that, you know, that's really opened the floor up and been great for us. Um, Jalen Brunson, 23, 8, and 5, you know, steady. I think that that's the word for Jalen Brunson, man, just steady. Like he, 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 you know, it's that he doesn't like when you're watching a game, it's not like, oh man, Jalen Brunson is like really dominating this game. Like outside of like the Hornets game, you know, he hasn't had games where it's like, whoa, he's like really dominating this entire game. But like he, he just has that impact on the game all game. He's steady. You got a call, my boy? Am I the only one that can't hear him? No, nah, I don't hear anything. See, this is what happened. When you're seven feet tall, stop waving your damn hands, Slate. I see you. you don't know. This is your first time up here, man. You don't know how the show works? Give me a damn second. See, you got people up here raising their hand thinking it's day time to go. You, you fucking them flow up, Sean. Sad it's on you. Yeah. I know Jay Nicky like that. That's that Texas right there. Wait, was Jay Nicky that whole time? Rep, I'm sorry. That. What you say, Sean? Was I talking to myself that whole time? Nobody can hear me? Bro, we ain't heard you in six minutes. That's so crazy. I was going on and on. That's wild. Okay. <laughs> Yo. Well, I mean, I got, I got a lot to say anyway, so you, you can come back in, in, in a second. Pause. Um, <clears throat> listen, man. I wanted to start off hey, with that Kanye Wolves. Something about that song. Hey, yeah, what you just tell us? Man? Something about that Wolves song just sounds hey, defeated. Yo. And um, I felt like we've been watching Anthony Edwards at least the last two games. Something, something's not right. Something's not right over there in Minnesota. Um, I don't know what it is. Rudy Gobert wasn't there last night, so so that shouldn't you know bother him as far as the paint. I don't know if he doesn't like the, the style of play, but my my man is seeming to seeming a bit off, seeming like he's not all there. So um, I don't know. It felt it felt appropriate to play Wolves. That 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 sounds I don't know melancholy, but yeah, man. Listen, I want to shout out Schwinty <laughs> Schwinty Pool from the Strickland. He was he was cooking Julius last night. He didn't give a shit. About them eight threes, he was going off on them. But listen, man, we 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 give respect and credit where it's due. Um, you know that that man was hot. He found it. He found his shot. Probably 
you know, Deej to come up here and let us know, but he, but he probably increased his three point percentage by ten points last night. Uh, the way the way he was getting after it, it was a good win, man. It felt good. I was I was tired, man. Nine fifteen start had me all messed up, and I I didn't sleep well the night before, so I was like in and out of the first quarter, and then I was like, you know, I kind of came to in the second quarter and and, and really like watched the rest of the game. I never, I, ne- I didn't have the PTSD like 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 everybody else as much. I, something about the Wolves last night seemed broken. So even when they were like making their runs, I just didn't buy it. Like they just seemed broken, you know. Um, watching our guys, you know, have 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 have, have a pretty decent game. We had just saw that uh, with the Boston game, so I was happy to see like, oh, is it, are we are we turning the corner? I know that I know that some folks are are like. No, we're not turning the corner. We beat, you know, we beat mid teams. We lose the good teams. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to watch. I mean, I, I understand that every night Julius Randle's not going to hit eight threes. Um, somebody's got to, somebody's got to step up. You know, we have a team where, you know, we need somebody to step up every night. You know, it's not going to always be the same guy. And um, <clears throat> I think there's some, some, some serious talent on this team. And I'm, I'm grateful to watch them. When they're playing well, when they're not playing well, it makes my stomach hurt. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. Yo, shout out to Obi, man. I, I just love seeing that guy. I, I'm about to, when this new uh, city jersey comes out, I'm gonna get the Obi one. I hope I hope they don't trade my boy, man. I hope I hope he don't ask out. I hope they don't trade him. Uh, you know, I, I think that kid has a lot that we haven't even seen yet. You know, we're just scratching the surface. So I'm super super excited about him. And uh, before I head out, I'm, I'm going to address something that was on the timeline yesterday. <clears throat> and and, and I, this is the, this is probably it for me. I'm talking about the Kyrie stuff, but I just I, I just want to show you what I was talking about from the first day about how how we're missing the opportunity to have larger conversations around race relations or what have you. Everybody knows Nick Central, uh, Bad Weather Fans podcast. You know, made a made a. Uh, an ugly remark. I'll call it an ugly remark. I um, I listened to his podcast. He had done a, did a podcast. Him and Mike, who's a Nets fan, about the Kyrie Irving situation. They were very upset. They're both Jewish and are you know extremely irate and hurt around Kyrie Irving. But here's here's the issue that I was talking about earlier in the week about. Sometime, sometimey folks, people that aren't really allies. So, Kyrie posts a link to a, to a film that has some anti-Semitic references and, and, and propaganda in the film, and these young men are up in arms, rightfully so. They they felt attacked and disrespected. My issue has always been around people saying that they care about human rights, they care about hate speech. And they're, they're, they're using it under that guise. But really, they just care about themselves and they care about their groups and their crews, right? Because I didn't see nobody talking about the, the young black girl uh, from Kentucky who was being called out of her name, who was being hit by a white person. I didn't see anybody talking about that with respect to hate speech. I'm talking specifically about Alex. I'm, I'm talking specifically about him because I looked on his timeline. He says he has a lot to say about Kyrie. You're you're so upset about hate speech and and and, and or what have you, but 
quiet about this black girl who's being disrespected and called out of her name, called a nigger with the ER, right? Getting hit. So when we talk about harm, this is somebody who is who is physically harmed, right? I posted last night about the black mayor down in Alabama who got snuffed by his white supremacist council, city councilman. I don't see anybody talking about that. So that's why it's always felt very hollow when people are talking about they're against hate speech. There was a video I saw yesterday where the man, uh, I think Andrew Tate uh, is converting to Islam, what have you. And there were all these jokes about Islam and, you know, go blow yourself up. If you're going to, if you're going to really do it, do it, do, really do it. Right. And, that, and nobody's speaking out about those things. And so that's, that's, it's hypocritical. It's bullshit. Because if you, if you, if you stand against hate speech, then stand against all forms of hate speech. Don't just stand against it when it suits you, when it's relevant to your community. Because again, Black people are some of the most empathetic people. Some of the most empathetic people who, who sometimes too empathetic because we know the struggle. And when we, when we see people being, you know, mishandled, being disenfranchised, we speak out against it. Don't speak out when it's only relevant to your community and then get quiet when it's somebody else's community. And I don't want to hear nothing about, oh, I didn't see that. Because you've seen Howard Stern and you've seen all this other shit, but you didn't see the little black girl getting hit and being called a nigga, you didn't see that. You know why you didn't see it? Because you wasn't looking. It, it passed your timeline. It didn't affect you. It didn't affect your core group of folks, and you didn't say nothing. So miss me with your, 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 your holier-than-thou hate speech is bad because you don't care about hate speech when it's relevant to your community. Eat a dick. All righty, then. Okay. Thank you for that. Very, very good... Uh breakdown um yeah you know what's funny about alex I, I was a guest on their show at one point uh i didn't know how he i didn't see how other people saw him because he i don't look on my timeline that often to know how annoying people are but i started seeing it lately and i was like this guy is kind of trash and i know a lot of people who i who i speak with and who I, who I talk to, and they're, like, always telling me how trash he is, and I never really saw it. But I've been seeing it. Because um, out of all people to use to, to, like, back up your take, you use Howard Stern, who has repeatedly, you repeatedly used blackface, who was said nigger many and many a time. That's not the person that you're going to use to help you <laughs> stand up with. Like, it's just not the guy. That's not the guy. Um, and then he, you know what I hate when people do when they apologize to you? Cause he apologized to me and Jay Nikki when they apologize to you. And then they'd be like, I'm sorry that you were offended. Who the fuck? I'm sorry you were offended. And then immediately after continue to, 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 to continue his bullshit. Don't say you sorry. I was offended. Don't do that. Don't do that shit. I don't give a fuck, because I wasn't offended. I just thought you was a clown. <laughs> Let's be clear. I was not offended. So don't, I'm sorry you were offended. Fuck out of here. Now you got to beat it. Fucking weird. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy, though, Julito? I, like I said, I listened to their podcast specifically about this issue, and I, and I offered to have a conversation, right? Because they, they made a comment. They took a little bit of a leap 
with respect to Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant has posted things from Louis Farrakhan, right? And so now because you're like, oh, well, Louis Farrakhan's an anti-Semite. So you don't, even, you don't even understand nuance. You don't understand context on why black people have a relationship, some, not all, with Louis Farrakhan and the teachings and, and when, we, when we're talking about nation building, et cetera, right? You don't even understand that. So immediately you're just jumping on. I, I mean, I don't know who Alex likes or doesn't like and, and what views they may have, right? But stop. we have to stop pigeonholing people because it's just ignorant. So listen, I, I want to say that I spoke to him and in, in, in via direct message. This is before what happened yesterday on the timeline. And I'm like, look, we could talk. I would gladly have a conversation with you around this. And, 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 I, and I, I sent my love to the dude, Mike. Cause he sounded he sounded very hurt about everything that was going on. You know, they were talking about uh, attacking synagogues and all that. And I feel for all that because I have empathy. You understand? His his child is 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 it goes to a synagogue uh, for daycare, what have you. But again, afford me that same empathy, and I don't see it. And and, and that's why I've, I've always been calling out this issue that people were acting like they cared about hate speech when really they just cared that they group. Was was they felt attacked? They don't give a fuck about hate speech. Yeah, and and what? Well, I'm gonna double down on what Morris said. It's not even that they they don't care solely about hate speech and only about themselves. They also are using this Kyrie Irving situation to 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 be racist, to finally act like they're marginalized and victimized. And they're you. A lot of people are actually offended and hurt by it. And I'm I understand those people. Then there are a lot of people who are using this to attack black people <laughs> on a low because they now can finally do it because they feel they're supported. To those people, I say SMD. Sean, what you got? Yeah, man. I think that, you know, I, I normally, once again, I normally stay away from these topics and situations just because the conversations get out of control and things like that. But, I mean, it's like, like you know, when he said certain blacks and it's just like, okay, like you – yeah, like, you, you seem like this is how you feel. Like, you know, the undertones are coming out now. And you're using this situation and conflating it into something else. And, you know, Alex, I, I recently had, uh, I, I had unfollowed Alex and had, I had him muted. Um, because, like you said, like, I just think that he's kind of shitty. Um, and, you know, sometimes, and, like, there were other situations. I saw him, like, arguing with, like, a, like he was, like, like too much was going around going on around his name i already thought his like his appearance were weird sometimes but then there was like things with women um that came up and then like he was like going back and forth with like an 18 year old girl and i was just like bro you're a grown man like and so things like that just got weird but now this situation and seeing the way that he responded to it and jay nikki and you and said stepped in and said something it's just like okay like you are who you are and so like re like maybe like last week or two weeks ago somebody tagged us both in the same tweet and then he like kind of like extended an olive branch and I'm just a nice guy, so it's just like whatever. Bro. I don't need to harbor any negativity towards you. Sure, we can follow each other again, but I remembered exactly why I stopped following him like very quickly yesterday. Um, and so yeah, situations like that are annoying. People who use situations like that are annoying, and it's just disappointing. Um, and you know, I spoke to I just put something in the jumbotron that I wrote when like the George Floyd stuff was happening. But like it's it, it comes down to that a lot. Like they don't they don't have the same energy toward everything else and i'm not saying that everything should affect you in the way that things you know that per, that you know are personally affecting you and like your people and things like that but it's just like yeah like that empathy the word that cedric was using like you you should have that because it's like then all of a sudden everybody's supposed to stop and care when it's you but you don't give a shit when it's anybody else 
And that's not cool. That's not fair. And that's not right. And um, I don't. And I also don't think that that's a good representation of like, you know, even his. I, I think it's unfair to his people to represent his people that way. Like, there's sometimes when like when when I see black people say something or like make general race statements and things like that, it bothers me because I'm like, I don't want you speaking for me ever. And so I don't like that he is even speaking for his people like that. Like, it's just nasty all around. Um, and then, you know, in terms of the game, I don't know where y'all stopped hearing me at. Um, but, you know, to sum it all up briefly, uh, put some respect on R.J. Barrett's name. Um, you know, y'all had a lot to say about his defense when he wasn't playing defense well. He's playing defense very well now. Um, so make sure you're talking about his defense the same way you were talking about it before. Uh, Obi was great. I'm really glad he got 25 minutes. Julius Randle was phenomenal. I'm pretty sure I heard that because I started with that. Um, Quick looked really good off the bench. Um, I liked the way that he looked in the first half, especially where he was, you know, he shot with confidence and quickness um, and, you know, it didn't look like he was second guessing his decisions in terms of scoring. And I hope he does that more going forward. I don't know why he only played 16 minutes. I don't know why. And at the end of the first half, where Brunson was in foul trouble, Rose came in for him instead of quickly. That doesn't really make sense to me. I'm looking, I can't wait until Evan Fournier is collecting DNPs for this team or playing for another one because like he is useless on the court. Even though I will give it to him, he had like two steals yesterday, um, you know, jumped the passing lane. And he's a really nice guy because when he got that steal and he was on a fast break, he looked at Jericho and he was like, here, kid. And that was really cool. I, I, like, he's, he's, a, he's a nice guy, but I want him to be a nice guy on the bench. Theo Pinson was a nice guy, too. Didn't mean he needed minutes. Um, and, yeah, Jalen Brunson. Like, I, I think that Jalen Brunson um might be like you know we had a conversation on tkw weekly about like you know if the knicks have a star and things like that and i you know i everyone knows i think that rj barrett is or can be a star i won't say is right now um but if he has a couple more games like he's having right now i'm getting right back to my star agenda um and you know i think i don't want to hear any more talk about oh he's not playing well or oh like you know the we can all that has to stop he's been playing well for far too long at this point he's been playing well more than he was playing poorly before um, I also think I'm not going to say apologies are in order, but I think it's time to walk back some of those takes. I think it's time to walk back to RJ mid or slightly above mid. I think it's time to walk back. RJ isn't better than DeAndre Hunter. I think that was crazy. Um, and so, you know, I, I also think that, you know, when I pointed out that Anthony Edwards doesn't like, you know, he, he'll have a game where he's not efficient and things like that. And nobody will say anything. And with RJ, it was the same thing. It goes to what Mora said, how we only see other players highlights and we see our players lowlights. But people told me I couldn't put RJ and Anthony Edwards in the same conversation. And we saw them both on the same court yesterday. And I'd like to ask why I can't. Um, I think I most certainly can put them in the same conversation. Um, you know, our, he's averaging two more points than RJ on 2% better from the field and or 1.5% better from the field. And RJ started off playing like absolute shit. So I think, with, you know, a couple more weeks of RJ playing the way he is, I think they'll really be at the same level. And RJ also had him in jail, like absolute jail between RJ and Cameron. It's, they had him locked up and scared. Like, he, they had him on beyond scared straight. He only could score when they weren't in the game. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's all. I said this on the timeline, and, I, and I'll say it here. Uh, and this is for I, – I know we got hives in the, in the fan base. But um, for those who think that RJ is getting a lot of slack, you should go over to Warriors Twitter. Yo, they are fucking killing Jordan Poole. Like, it's nasty over there. So, I just want to say that, like, Every fan base does this. Some are nastier than others. But, yo, I'm telling you right now, they are on Jordan Poole's ass. They are saying it's an overpay. This is bullshit. Like, they are going 
off. They said he's supposed to be a bucket. He can't get a bucket. Like, just nastiness. <laughs> so, I'm just putting that out there for those who don't know, who don't interact with these other fan bases. They be going off themselves. The Jordan Poole slander is at an all-time high right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all only going to see what we see because we're in it, but I, I think it's good points about the, you know, the Anthony Edwards, the Jordan Pools, you know, Pete, we only see their highlights. We don't see their lowlights. I'm still not completely off the, because my take about, about, about RJ was never he's above mid because of his bad play to start the season. It's just, I just think my personal opinion is his skill sets are above mid. Like, I don't see him being that spectacular in any one place. Uh, it's, he doesn't, his athleticism isn't, isn't the greatest. His defense isn't like lockdown D every night, every opponent. He has his moments where he, he locks down and his moments where he, he looks, he doesn't look the greatest. He doesn't shoot the greatest, right? Like, he's not, he's not a, a knockdown at three. His free throws got a whole lot better. I love to see that. But, like, to me, when I say that, like, all-star, like, superstar, like, it's, 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 I don't see that in him that just yet. And I hope he proves me wrong. That's all. So, so is the only, is there no tier between slightly above mid and superstar? Yeah. Oh, okay. So here's a question. I got a question. What, what is mid? Because I thought mid was average. But now folks are saying mid is less than average. Well, so if you're above mid, then you're like, average? You're, you're, I thought I mid was average. To me, above mid, I'm not gonna say he's like a good play. Like he's he's good. He's good. Yeah, like, yeah. There we go. Because I don't know why why we wouldn't say he's good. He's good. He's good. He's good. Yeah, we can say he's good. He's good. I think that, that that that's my take. I'm not saying you can't. But I think we just we can just say R.J. Barrett is good. Yeah, he's good. He's okay, good. Thank so you. He's a, he's a B minus. Okay. Sure. Okay, um, uh, you have something else? No, I'm saying now too. And believe, I, I always want to. I always want to be clear that I have hope. I have real hope for RJ to to. I mean, again, I know he's 22. I I want to see him ascend. You know, I don't know how he's going to figure it out. To your point about not having any elite skill, but uh, you know, look, I'm out here living on a prayer. I need him. It'd be amazing. So I'm gonna keep praying for that. When I see that shot going there, when I see a bit shit, I'm at the crib like, yeah, yeah, I want it. I need it. I've been saying for years, man, and like I think I think that I mean maybe I just have a different, you know, I think it's kind of like a glass half full, glass half empty thing. Because when you say, oh, RJ is only above mid because he doesn't do anything elite. My take on RJ has always been RJ is going to be a very good player. I think RJ is going to be a star. Um, and it's simply because one, his work ethic is incredible, but two, his floor is so high in so many different areas. Like RJ doesn't, there's not really anything that RJ doesn't do well. Like RJ, you know, like they say he'd never be able to shoot. He shot 40% from three. You know, we see the, we see the three point percentage getting back to where it needs to go. Um, you know, for anybody who takes, you know, anybody who goes on FanDuel or whatever, and is also addicted to gambling, um, you can take RJ threes almost every night, ever since the slump has been over since the beginning of the season. RJ is a save bet every night. He's putting them up. He's getting there. And now he's getting to the line. from 85%, 83%. He's a really good defender. Like, I mean, he'd start off the season not playing really good defense, but he's a really good defender, very capable, very good defender one-on-one. He gets to the basket. 
Like, he, you know, he's a good playmaker. He can set up for others. I was in a conversation with people and they were like, oh, RJ can't create. I was like, that's simply not true. Um, and so, you know, he does so many things well. And sure, he doesn't do any of them at an elite level yet, but, you know, he's still 22. So it's like he's going to continue to improve in all these different areas. Yeah. And all these areas had floors that were already pretty high. And so that kind of raises those high having a high floor and everything raises his ceiling in my opinion. No, no, no. I'm I'm with you. I but we I wasn't speaking about what I think RJ Barrett is gonna do. I I solely talk about what he's done right now. So yeah, do I think RJ Barrett will be a superstar? Yes. Right now he's not. And that's okay. He's twenty two. Right, like he's finally getting an opportunity where he can be more than just a corner, uh, you know, sitting the corner guy. Like he's, you know, he's really like legit our number two, three option on the team. That's that's a whole lot better than what it was before. So I think more opportunity, more more training, him just getting older in general, just more maturity within his game. I think you know, there's, I think all star is the option. I thought you said he's good. That's all I needed. I, yeah, like, yeah, he's I good. Need, I didn't need apologies or anything. I just needed that. Oh, I would never give you that. But DeAndre I think he's good. I needed that slightly above mid DeAndre Hunter take gone. Yeah, um, I'm so. still not letting that go. But we'll see. DeAndre is a better defender. That's what we said. We said DeAndre. That's, was a better yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all said he was on the level of DeAndre Hunter just because DeAndre like. No, Jordan he's just said, no. I remember. I don't exactly. know about I remember that. We said DeAndre Hunter is a better defender. Listen, I'm not going to go into semantics. Semantics is wow, and we already been talking for almost an hour. So let's just, just move on. <laughs> All right, cool. We got it. RJ's good. Everybody agree? Cool. All right. Uh, real quick, while I bring the um the host co-host up, let's talk about the fact that um Julius Randle, RJ Barrett, Jalen Brunson, one of these two people, please stop raising your hand, Papa Left. I see. Um, one of these people could have paid to get Jericho Sims family better seats like come on like like wow like they needed to have the hd zoom 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 camera to catch his family up in the nosebleeds why was his family up there it was minnesota tickets ain't that kaiden is that every kaiden was just in philly kaiden was y'all couldn't band together to get my man family better seats come on man why you got him in the boondocks Ain't no reason why Nick's Twitter has had better seats than Jericho Sims family. That was wild. I had my boy up in the the nosebleeds, the bad seats. My boy looking crazy. His family up there. They like look at his mom. His mom talking to the regular folk dude with a beard in his head. Like, wait, that's her son. She like, yeah, yeah, like, what's up? Like, yeah, that's crazy. That was crazy. Extremely wild. I mean- I mean, I don't know. Obi Toppin' pants be sitting by me, so I, I mean, even worse, even worse. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I, I, so maybe like cats don't be getting. I mean, they don't get the great seats. I guess I don't what? know, bro. It's just crazy to me. It's just crazy. The fact that <laughs> Obi family sitting there, you and you see, aren't bad, but it's just like, man, get 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 them get them down there, man. Get them down there, man. I don't want to be in your financials, but get them down there. All right, let's 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 go. Um, I see Obi's dad by the meatball spot all the time. Pause. Um, let's. We're gonna continue. Why do you gotta pause the meatball? We're spot? gonna continue the conversation. I'm just not gonna feed it to you today. That's just what I'm not gonna do. Uh, Papa left. Go ahead. Thank you, Lisa. That's why you're my brother, and I love you. Um, 
So I think I think last night I think we can all agree it was the best game of the season. Uh, I think we played well at all facets of the game. Uh, played an amazing first half, um, and you know the second half was ugly. It was annoying. It was a lot of what's going on. What is this? What is this? But that's cool when you when you have integrity on defense, Sean. I saw you saw the uh, Ritt Holtzman uh, uh, defensive clip with Quickly and 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 our guy Fournier and uh, and uh, I don't know who else was on that uh, Hartenstein and and Obi and, and and D Rose. Those guys were locked in on defense. Man, it was fun to watch. I think this team, if they commit intellectually and they commit uh, spiritually to each other. They will be able to beat any team on any given night, but they do need to, they do need to remind themselves and humble themselves that that is the required effort to win against teams with top level talent. Um, I got two more things to say. Uh, number one, Jericho Sims is a very attractive man. He's handsome. He's a beautiful guy. Um, of course. Okay. Yo, wait. Um, yeah. What? No, I want to put that on 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 tape. Uh, put that on the podcast. I think he's a beautiful guy. Um, and he's very good at basketball. Um, my last take is, uh, celestially to, uh, Cedric. Um, you know, one of the things I love about Cedric is that he holds everybody accountable. He's a true toxic boy at heart. Um, and, um, I think, uh, what, one, if you want to enter this conversation that Cedric had posed, I think he's a valuable voice that should be amplified. Um, I would just like to say that, you know, from my perspective, um, you know, I spent a long, a long week kind of being hurt uh, and, and feeling, you know, as a direct descendant of a Holocaust survivor. Even if you explain that, people will come back at you and say, we don't want to hear your sob story. Like, literally, I went into a space and someone said about my grandparent that it was a sob story that they were. Uh, trapped in a, in a in a box and being led to go into a gas chamber like so I I, I, I felt that pain um, and it also uh, felt like I, you know a lot of patching up misinformation was exhausting um, but at the same time I also have to hold myself accountable and I have to look inward and see where the where where the things that I could do better and um, I think I assumed, because I could patch up the information and I assume because, you know, I spent the majority of my life dedicating myself to black issues that I assume that I understood everything. And I don't have that complex of hearing Farrakhan and going anti-Semite. I actually enjoy, uh, <laughs> I enjoy a lot of Farrakhan because it's intellectual as fuck, right? I, I understand the, the, the need and the desire to, to attach to your ancestry and to attach to a place of political ideology and empowerment. And I understand that um, I can divorce myself as a Jewish man, a Jewish white man, and divorce myself from that and kind of understand why somebody would lean or cling to that philosophy, right? Um, but uh, I would just hope that people return the conversation to where it is. And that's why I publicly stand with Kyrie in the sense of um, he is looking for his ancestry. And I can't imagine what it would be like if, if I had to go through the things that I've went through in my life and, and spiritually not channel my ancestors and know in, in, in the year 1300, this is where they were. In, in, in the times of the Bible, this is where they were. In the times of, of the exiles, this is where they were. And I feel like uh, as a teacher, 
<laughs> in a community of all black and brown children, I constantly uh, remind my students that that, you know, there is something academically we learn, but there's something spiritually that you're connected to as well. And I might not be the best person to introduce it to you, but you need to find that that person, that role model. So I, I would hope that the conversation returns back to what the righteous, you know, thought is, is where do I come from and, and how do I connect to God? How do I connect to my creator? And um, I, I don't mean to make this KCDA Donahue uh, 2022. I, I, I definitely don't want to do that, but I trust the people in this room uh, with my uh, vulnerability. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely uh, support KCDA and I support the three uh, leaders on this panel um, to, to, you know, I, and, and, and specifically uh, not taking it th- anything away from Julito and Sean, but Cedric, you've been in, <coughs> you've stumbled upon spaces where I'm sitting in as well. And I know that Cedric has a, um, has a very uh, nuanced position on this. And, and Sean, I appreciate the words you said as well, as far as, you know, divorcing yourself from, from somebody saying, you know, uh, I don't want that to represent me as a whole. And I, th- I, I, I also want to say, that I've spoken to Alex and, and not about this, but I, I, I understand Alex's position as well. I would never use Howard Stern to make that point. But again, you got to, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is the same way that, that people would feel about patching up that misinformation is kind of like how a person like I would feel reading about um, the they, they, they stuff for a week on straight with like a total amount of misinformation and propping up certain people to make a point that doesn't necessarily need to be done. So, you know, you give, I think you give warning shots, you give grace, but after those warning shots are dismissed, you dismiss that person as hurt or, or ignorant or whatever you want to do. But I think, um, I just want to shout out Cedric, man, because, uh, I yep. appreciate, I appreciate that he brings that into, into this conversation, man. Peace. Yes, sir. We appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Um, let's, let's, yeah, we're going. We're going. Jericho move Sims is very attractive, Julito, and I'm not afraid to say it. <laughs> All right, man. Whatever, whatever hill you want to die on, man. I don't know why you got to repeat that. Uh, I mean, he, I think I think he was softening in the mood. <laughs> not sure he, why you want to repeat that one. Uh, yeah, we'll wrap Papa up. You already know. You know what I'm saying? We go, we go back to the wing spot. And I'll, you know, I'll be talking about because my, my, my love. Cedric loves having dialogue with people, bro. Like, why do you always got to... He's like, yo, yo, so we'll get a DM and we'll try... Bro, why you always want to be talking to these people? I'm just saying, bro? we go to the wing spot and we talk no, about... No, I just not that. Yo, it'll be a situation. You're like, yeah, so me and Alex talk. You know, oh, so this... Yeah, they DM me on Thursday. So, bro, you got that much time to want to talk to these people all day? Bro, Cedric... I, 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 I care, I care, I care about, I care about certain things. Like, there's things that, there's things that are close to my heart that you I care about. Like, I don't, I don't, a, a friend, a friend, I'm, this is it, I'm done. But a friend of mine said last week, what happened, what happened was that there was going to end up being this, you know, black people versus Jewish people thing because of the way that this was being covered, the way that it was being discussed, the lack of nuance. And that's unfortunate. You know what I mean? Like, that's unfortunate. Black black people and Jewish people, again, have have, have, have both faced, you know, trauma. Like, just, I, it's unspeakable things, right? And so when yeah. people do that, which I think Alex did yesterday, and he says he didn't mean to, but that's what he did. I, I think that shit is irresponsible. And 
I don't fuck with it. And I call it out. But listen, let's get on to the show because we got a lot of folks who want to talk. Yeah, I would like to. I, I would hey, like look, to. I was just responding. <laughs> I would like to. You go keep telling me. Cedric also nigga. simply has an affinity for conversation. So Yes, absolutely. He's I, he's He went right back to that conversation. I'm talking about the fact. You were like, all right, after the cash is smooth situation. You're like, yeah, because cash called me on Thursday. I'm like, why you keep talking to these people? Nah, it was, it was smooth. It was smooth who called me. It was smooth. Oh, okay. <laughs> Smooth's a good guy. Shout out to Smooth. <laughs> I'm talking to these people. Oh my God. Nah, we can talk to you, Pop Left. Good good shit, Pop Left. It's very long, very long winded, but good shit. All right. Let's keep it going. Slater, man, you had your hand up for 30 minutes. You better got have some shit to say, man. Go ahead, Slater. Hey man. Thank you for having me, host, co-host. This is my this actually is funny because it is my first time being in here. It's my first time. Being. I can tell. And this, yo, I'm I'm sorry, man. Um, I just wanted to say, you know, I was born in New York, but I am not a Knicks fan, but I am a Nuggets fan. And every year I go to the uh, Knicks Nuggets game and it's really, really boring, <laughs> you know what I mean, to watch. So I was I've, I've been I've been keeping an eye on the Knicks and you guys are looking real, real good right now. So, like, I'm giving y'all y'all props on that. Um, what do you guys think you guys need to go in moving forward, at least until the Nuggets until the Nuggets play y'all later on in the season? At home, because um, I always buy the tickets every year. So, like, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to see a good game at least once. You know what I mean? What do you guys think you need going down the stretch? Uh, hey, hey, Slater, before we answer your question, I'm going to just say you real disrespectful. How? My man came in here and said, hey, yo, like, I'll be coming to the game and y'all asked, but, you know, how do you think you guys- I No, I didn't say that at all. I didn't um, say that at all. Last year's game was bad. I, last year, I was there. It was a Saturday. That is it's really when the booze really, really kicked into gear. It was bad, yo. And 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 Joker is a problem. Like that dude's vision is out of this world. I seen him do a pass that I was just like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> hey, listen, listen, I don't even want to go into this the teams I like, even though and I'm from New York and I'm not even a New York fan like that. Like but I'm like, not gonna lie. Anytime yeah. I meet people that's from New York and who hate New York teams or don't like New York teams, I always shout out y'all. Like, what happened? No, yeah, no, you can't really be trusted, bro. Who yeah, hurt I, you? I, I can't, Who I can't hurt you? I can't. No, my listen. My my father died about two years ago, but he always told me, man, like when I was born, just pick it, pick your teams, man. Here's a list of all the teams, all the leagues, you know that I watch, and and that's that's how I got down. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, all right. You know what I mean? May your, father, may your father rest in peace, man. May you rest in peace. No, don't try to don't try to save hey, yourself now. Sir. Hey, nah, nah. For no, real, no. Hold on, Slater. You hold on. You don't know the joke. Cedric, you don't try to save yourself now. Trying to be kind of the co-host family members. We know what you did. We remember that. We remember what you did. The hey, North remembers. Cedric, remember. Cedric, I'm gonna say something. Cedric, I'm gonna say something that's gonna make you real angry, man. My favorite player in the NBA is uh, Reggie Miller, and I remember my father screaming in the, right, in, hey, in our hey. disgusting Slater, Slater, Slater. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Hold on. Hold on, I want you to hear this loud and clear. Because you had two strikes already, then you hit me with that. So this is your first time here, right? (laughs) It's your first time here, right? First time. First time, cool. All right, I want at least just one person. I don't know who it is. I'm just going (laughs) to guess. I need one person to tell him we got a saying over here, Slater. All right, it's it's cool. We don't talk about Reggie Miller in here? Hey, (laughs) hey, hold on, Slater. I'm talking now. Give me a second, okay? (laughs) We got a saying over here. And... we don't use it often, but when we use it, it's always good. 
And this saying, I'm going to introduce it to you, my brother, since you, it's your first time. Really happy you're here. Thank you for supporting. But here's this saying. Uh, Jay, Nick, you're off mute. What's the saying? <clears throat> me, me, me. Your watch has ended. Yeah, we're going to have have a good day, Slater. I'll see you soon, man. You be well down uh, there, man. You be well I down think, there. You be well down there. being a Reggie Miller fan, even if you're not from New York, yeah. is nasty. Like, your favorite player yeah. Reggie Miller. No I'm going to just let him go. It's nasty. But being from New York yeah, and having your favorite player Reggie Miller is disgusting. Yeah, I'm going to let him go. Wade that, is a wild guy, man. He's a wild dude for that. That was that, that, watch, <laughs> that watch ended a long time. I knew the watch was going in when he had his hand up. I knew he was – it was a little tricky. I felt it. I felt the energy. Uh, Slater, we appreciate you, man. You stay on down there. Don't even request to come back up here, man. <laughs> you have a good time down there. There's good people down there. You got you got uh, Christopher down there. He always sends good quotes and shit. We got we got uh, who we got down there. We got Steve. You know, my our producer Roy is down there. He he enjoys. We got hey Brownsville down there. Get to know Brownsville. He's a good guy. You know what I mean. We got the ladies, of course, all in the same row. We got Job Melly, Mora, and Naima. You meet them. You ain't going to come back up here. I'm going to just be honest with you. You got right. Candace down there, TKW in the building. Yes, sir. We got family down there. You stayed at Doug's down there. You see Doug? Doug is a funny guy. Get to meet Doug. You stay on down there. We, don't 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 try to come back up here again. All right? You stay down there, Slater. All right. Let's 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 move on to the real co-host. Um, Jay Nicky, since you're here, go ahead. What's up, beautiful people? How y'all doing, man? I hope y'all having a great day. It's a beautiful day in Texas. I know y'all had a little a little heat wave coming in yesterday or whatnot. But uh, anyway, let me get to this take, man. Uh, I really can't complain about last night's game, man. Like, we played really good basketball. The Timberwolves are cheeks. Um, they have no alpha as, as of right now. We all thought it was Anthony Edwards. He has been stinking it up this season. And uh, we really took advantage of that. I'm glad we didn't come in and just, you know, roll over and play down to our talent. I think it was very evident from the jump who the more talented team was. And I'm just really glad we handled business correctly. Um, I made a tweet last night, and I really need people to understand, like, stars come in different shapes and sizes, but Carl Anthony Towns is not one. And a lot of times I hear people clamoring over the idea of Carl Anthony Towns, and he's somebody we should get in here. I want no parts of him whatsoever. This man was literally down 20 three made an and one lay and was jumping around like he just won a championship like brother you have no dog in you whatsoever like at all it's really bad business and i don't want no parts of that with the knicks moving forward i need uh, us as fans to be better about who we want stop clamoring for namesake and really get competitors and winners um there's an issue that i'm finding now with this team though tom thibodeau has been doing a better job absolutely in terms of he was actually running plays last night which was incredible to see there was a lot of off-ball movement, a lot of double screens and stuff like that, and I love seeing it. But the issue that I'm now finding, though, is that Emmanuel Quigley has turned into the new Obi Toppin, and I'm not feeling it. Um, like Sean said, I have no idea why in the last few games he's been getting limited minutes, and it just really shouldn't happen anymore. I love Derrick Rose. He has to go. Uh, Evan Fournier had his good defensive plays last night. He has to go. Emmanuel Quigley has to get those minutes. He's been a lot better in terms of his rebounding and his defensive effort. The scoring is down because the minutes are down, but ultimately – he needs to play because he's an impact player the same way Obi Toppin is an impact player. Obi Toppin has yet to score under 15 points when getting 20 minutes per game. He needs to play more minutes. I don't I don't really care about what it looks like, whose minutes get cut. 
He needs to play more minutes. He's the product of winning basketball. Julito, like you said, we are actually 3-0, and I believe, when he plays more than 20 minutes. That, that recipe needs to keep going. Um, and now, to our fans. Yeah, it's time for y'all to get cooked. We, we are one of the weirdest fan bases in the world when it comes to our players. I'm of the belief we don't like our players because they are, in fact, our players. Julius Randle has the better game of the season last night, and all of a sudden, all the Julius haters are back. They're out the woodworks. And I'm not even talking about the people that want him to be traded because that's fine. I understand the logic behind that. But people are come out, oh, he's a bum. Oh, my gosh, he took too many shots. Like, what, what do y'all want? What do you guys actually want from our players? Because it's really weird. It was RJ for majority of the season. Now Julius is playing well, and now it shifted back to Julius. I don't understand what we want as fans anymore. Um, if anything, even those people who want him to get traded, this is the perfect situation to do so because his value is getting boosted. And now, lastly, to RJ Barrett, all right? Y'all have humiliated yourselves for, for saying that he's mid, he's a bust, he's hit his peak, he's Lou Dort, all these hyperbolic uh, lack of sense comments that have pivoted towards R.J. Barrett, I need people to understand there is a context that is not being addressed. R.J. Barrett has now had to play with a third mouth to feed, and that third mouth is Jalen Brunson, right? And everybody's like, oh, his numbers aren't efficient enough for somebody in his fourth year. When you look at R.J. Barrett's usage from last year, it was 27.6, and that was him and J- uh, Julius running the show for the most part, right? Now with Jalen Brunson, in, in his usage has dropped to 24 and a half. But you want to know what's the craziest thing about it? He's almost averaging the same numbers with less usage. So if you take Jalen Brunson off the team, just in a in a in a in a multiverse where Jalen Brunson's not on the team, RJ Barrett's numbers are actually way better than they're actually appearing to be because if his usage goes up, the numbers will also go up just purely off math, right? And then you also look at he's increased in every statistical category. The three-point shot is dropping, the free throws are increasing, and it's all, and he's gonna start getting to the line more. You can see the the free throws are upticking per game. Last year, RJ shot at least seven free throws per game. He has only one game this season where he shot eight. So once the free throws, once those start picking up, the numbers are going to look worse. So I, if I were y'all, I've already bookmarked it, so y'all doomed. But if I were y'all, if y'all have bad RJ takes out there, delete them off your timeline before you end up on the jumbo screen. Because that 30-point game is coming, and then the 25-point yo, it's coming. It is absolutely coming. I need people to understand that you've looked crazy for 10 games. It's early. An eighth of the season is gone, Right? But but do do some cleaning up before you really 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 embarrass yourself. All right, and that's all I got. Hey Nikki, appreciate you, appreciate you, sir. Oh, and lastly, actually, for all you you people, oh, we don't got Jordan Pools of the world, like Cedric said. Jordan Poole got paid one hundred and forty million dollars to average fifteen points per game. Please stop talking to me. <laughs> Ain't got points, sir. Um, Yo, I, I got. Oh uh, man, y'all breaking up the punch. The punch is nasty. You don't do that. That's, yeah, that punch is yeah, nasty. Yeah. I ain't got enough. Um, I got a PSA because this bothered me. I, let me just be frank with y'all. So, uh, Breeze came up with a poll to say who's the Ju- Julius Randle of KCDA. Let me let y'all know something. I, right? I will end this shit. I will end this shit. Y'all know that I got the power to end this. I will I will I will stop KCDA. Y'all ever in y'all life say I'm the Julius Randle of KCDA. How di- I will put cases on all you bitches. 
Wait a minute. So that means you voted. If, wait a minute. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I did vote. I did vote. I voted for Julito. I voted for myself. I voted for myself. Right. I swear I did. I voted for myself, sir. <laughs> that definitely means you voted. <laughs> I voted for myself so I could see what they were saying, but the fact that I was in the lead by 70%, my one vote ain't moved that shit up 70%. All right? So let me let me let me let you motherfuckers know. Y'all will wake up one day after a game and there will be no KCDA. And we'll see how you like it. Yeah, Julius Randle, huh? Hey, where is that pool? <laughs> I think we'll Breeze, I think like Breeze did it. Yo, Breeze won't come on the stage, but he out here just causing violence in the comments. How long ago did Breeze tweet that poll, bro? Where is it? That's hilarious. It was a few. It was a few. Look, Breeze, keep playing with me. Your ass won't be up here again. You want be? You want? You got your own show. You don't come on the show no more than you want to make polls. Talking about Julius Randle. There's no Julius Randle on this damn team. All right. Y'all play with me, y'all gonna end up listening to the, the, the goddamn Cassius and Smooth all day. All right, play with me if you want. Y'all motherfuckers <laughs> gonna have Cassius and Smooth every morning. Play with me. Play with me. Put some respect on my name. Motherfuckers gonna listen to State every night. See, State gonna be on here screaming at, at noon. It is not a, it's a sight for so eyes. I'll tell you that right now. Play with it me. Stay, it stayed back good with RJ. I know he won't trade him for God, but he was he was he was cooking him last week. Is he? I don't know, man. I, <laughs> does does know. he calm down? I have no idea. I, I don't know what state got going on. I think he's good with RJ now. I, I think state calmed down because yesterday I told him I didn't like his. We don't have no upside comment. And he was like, Sean, I was upset and I apologize. <laughs> he was like, I don't yeah. believe that. <laughs> yeah, these guys are nuts. All right, let's keep it going. All right, uh, who we got? We got Brutus. Yo, that me, you know, Lito, you realize that me versus Alex, that's Long Island on Long Island crime? Nasty. That's horrible. Alex, uh, he let me down, man, because he seemed like a good guy, but I don't want to talk about Alex for se- just be round seven. Uh, we gave him enough promo. Um, just beat it, Alex, man. Your, your, your watch been ended, man. Brutus, how you doing? Peace and blessings, KCDA. Uh, you know, you know how I feel about you guys, man. Love is love. Yo, um, my take on last night is that it was a it was a beautiful sight to see, especially in the first half, how we played ball, how the ball moved. Um, and I know how y'all was talking about, you know, RJ, like is he is he mid or just good? I, I call him what I call is mid-mage. He's mid-mage. So he's he's moving up towards that major. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I I see it as four columns. You have min, mid, mage, and max. So he's not a max guy, but he's I, I would see him as mid-mage. So that's how I rate RJ right now. And part of that, you know, a lot of people talked about the chemistry between, like, RJ and Cam. I don't think that chemistry is really offensively. I think their chemistry is really on the defensive end. Since Cam has been inserted into the starting lineup, RJ's defense has increased exponentially. He's he's gotten so much better. And those guys play off of each other, right? Jaden McDaniels, um, uh, Anthony Edwards, and, and, and uh, D'Lo were all – 
in lockdown yesterday. And those were the three primary guys that those two guys were switching off to. Sometimes you'd have, you know, I guess um, Brunson was on one of them or what have you. But for the most part, those guys was locked out and RJ or Cam was the um, primary defender on those guys. And um, also Torian uh, Prince off the bench, who was also doodle. That, that squad, I don't know what the hell they did. And playing without Rudy Gobert, right? I think is 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 probably even should have been better for them. And they and they actually played more, like worse doodle. I I don't know what they're doing, but who the hell cares about Minnesota, man? But uh, our Knicks, we we're gonna still need some time to get things together. But if they let this um starting lineup gel, and and I do have to say something about the people that have the Mitch hate. I mean, come on, guy. The guy is hurt. Why are we going to hate on the guy? I mean, you know, I know what you're saying about him, but I I will tell you, let's see how this team looks when you have um, Mitch and you have Cam Reddish and RJ out there. Let's see how that looks defensively before we just want to, you know, uh, you know, sacrifice and get out on Mitch. You know what I'm saying? And another thing about Mitch that many don't know, we can't even trade him until January 15th. Yes, there's people that are saying, let's get Mitch off the team already. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, one game by uh, Jericho Sims and they're saying like, you know, goodbye, Mitch. You know, come on. You know, we had two block shots last night as a team. Mitch sometimes gets six in a game for himself. You know what I'm saying? His offensive rebounded. How many guys you have is going to shoot near, damn near close to 80% from the field? You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Just, just give the kid a break. You know, let's see how it looks like when he gets back. I think we need all of our squad um, except... You know, and everybody knows how I love D. Rose, man. D. Rose is my guy. But it may be time for him and especially Evan Fournier to be situational. I think Tibbs needs to go to a nine-man rotation, which would include Grimes when he comes back. But staying off the bench, that means our four bench players would be OB, IQ, Hartenstein, and, and Quentin Grimes. And with the same starting lineup that we have, which, of course, with Mitch back, and I think that's how you should play. Mitch and match with that. You know, don't always have just all bench guys in. You could put some the starters with them. Let Cam cook some with the second unit. Whatever you got to do. But all in all, man, last night was a good night. Like you said, it's always good to wake up with a win. And it's also good to wake up and uh, at noon and have KCDA, man. Love you guys. Peace and love. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. I, I got a question for the room. Um, great takes. I think it's a nominee for co-host of the episode, but I got a question. How many of y'all turned y'all phone down as soon as Brutus started speaking? Just 100 <laughs> Just 100 through the chat. When you say Brutus, it's funny. You see hundreds up there. Yo, sooner, as soon as Brutus came on this motherfucker, I said, oh, we you was on the lowest of lows. Turn the Bluetooth down, man. Turn the Bluetooth. Yo, I want to you- shout Brutus out because Brutus was going to town with anybody about Derrick Rose should be starting. So for him to actually be where he's at now, I'm like, wow, Brutus, like, you shocked the shit out of me. You got my vote. (laughs) I don't care about none of Brutus' takes. Turn (laughs) turn your Blackberry down. Turn your Blackberry down. (laughs) Blackberry. Blackberry is done. It's crazy. Blackberry is insanity. God damn. He said Rudy Gobert called that man. 
<laughs> yo, Brutus, you, you, yo, man, this, I love this goddamn show, man. You, you were spitting, Brutus. I appreciate y'all, man. Now, you were spitting. It's my nominee for co-host of the episode. That's Can fine. I ask Brutus a question real quick? Sure. Yes, sir. What is mid mid mate? How did you come up with these names, brother? <laughs> that was that was interesting. That was an interesting. Yo, uh, matter of fact, mo- most of it I heard. Uh, um, mainly it's like Peter Rosenberg. He he talks about mid and mage, and then I just figure you got to have minimum and max, right? So you go minimum, like a minimum player, mid player. We major got it. Player. We got it. We got it. We yeah, got there it. you go. There you go. And then max. Right. Turn turn your sidekick down. <laughs> Stop playing snake on the razor. Turn the volume down, cause you, the sounds is crazy. That he came up like like yo yo sports hero. I was like, God damn! <laughs> he got the antenna all the way up. <laughs> he got antenna all the way up. He got <laughs> he got that Dish Network phone. I know oh, he got that man. Dish Network plan. Got all thirty eight channels. <laughs> damn, Brutus. I know Brutus still got a landline. I know he called off the landline. How you get KCDA on the landline? He got the rolling phone that you got to spin it to get to a number. God damn, Brutus. Turn it down. Got a rotary. Got a rotary happening. Got a rotary phone, man. Come on, man. I'm, we going to upgrade. We're going to put. We gonna do the cash app for Brutus. Get him a goddamn. Get him a 2021. We're going to get him an iPhone 6. He won't know the difference. All right, Brutus. Appreciate you. Um, Deeds, talk to me. All right, peace and love to the room. I, I think it's safe that I could turn the volume back up now. So, uh, Brutus, appreciate you as always. With that being said, you know, let's get the, the pleasantries out the way. Salute to these big three. I think, like a lot of us, a lot of people on here are very important people in the Knicks community. And I think the reason why they're important is because they're here. I think the name became of value because of this show. So with that being said, I'm choosing violence now. So excuse me. Let me put the gun to everybody's fucking head. Because I need y'all to stop fucking wilding on this fucking timeline. I told y'all that. Stop fucking wilding on this fucking timeline with y'all fucking narratives about shit that doesn't make any sense. Leave Julius Randle alone. Because if you got a problem with Julius Randle and his fucking attitude then guess what? You must have not been alive to watch Anthony Mason, God God rest his soul, and John Starks, two of the most inefficient motherfucking troublemakers of all time. Leave Julius Randle fucking alone when he's going off like that. Leave R.J. Barrett alone when you're trying to make a point about how bad we've been in the draft. This shit is pathetic because you guys are standing on these fucking narratives to prove a point, and instead of just saying, I was wrong. Stop doing this shit. It's fucking corny. Everybody in here does something that is corny. Just admit when you know it's corny. Like I told you about Emmanuel quickly. And if you realize I've left Emmanuel quickly alone because defensively, he is the best Nick on this team other than Cam Reddish. Stop doing these fucking narratives. Jordan Poole out here last four games, 10 points, 29%. Last four games for R.J. Barrett, 23 points, 48%. The last big three Knicks to average back-to-back 20-point games, we never had it. It's never fucking happened before. So leave Brunson alone. He's the last Nick since Stephon Marbury. Stephon Marbury is the last Nick to average 20 and 9. 
He was the first player to do it since the big O, since back then. You want to know the rest of the point guards that we had in this fucking costume, in this fucking uniform? I told y'all stop tripping on this fucking timeline while Mitchell Robinson is down and out. And yes, I am one of the people that doesn't believe in Mitchell Robinson. But I'm not out here just trading him for anything. You guys are fucking wilding with this timeline shit. I, I saw Anthony Davis. You guys are going to make me throw up. And I'm going to fucking shoot all these subliminals at all of you motherfuckers. Stop wilding on the timeline. I told y'all, take 10 games. Take this season as growth and elevation. Stop treating it like last season. That's all I'm going to say. Peace and love. Hope we win in Brooklyn. I, I had us going two and one. I told you all Minnesota's defense is not real. It's still top 10. How the fuck is it top 10? Don't know what's going on with Anthony Edwards and and, uh, and Kat. But yeah, that franchise is about to go downhill real, real, real fast. Stop wilding on this fucking timeline. Let's go to Brooklyn. Let's actually beat a real team since we, all of a sudden we don't beat real teams. And let's change the narrative. Well, you know, if we beat, beat Brooklyn, D, they'll, they'll, they'll say that, you know, Brooklyn's not a real team because, you know, they, they, don't they, they don't got Kyrie, they're struggling, like, all type of shit. So, let's just beat Brooklyn for the first time ever. How about we start there? I'm with it. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. All right. Uh, peace and love to y'all three. I'm going to drop down. Yeah, Stop wilding on this fucking timeline. <laughs> Deeds came in. Yo, right when here. he said he had the gun, I thought he... DJ, I mean, I feel like you, you know, I don't think he was as violent as you thought you were. Like, I thought you, I didn't know where he was going. But you gotta, when you're gonna be violent, you gotta start calling somebody's name out. Like, you gotta be like, you know, you gotta get on your Tupac shit. That's why I Alex Swinney Poo Jake, Alex Swinney Poo Jake. There's a whole bunch of these motherfuckers. A lot of them I don't like, a lot of them I do, a lot of them I respect, a lot of them I don't. Stop wilding on this fucking timeline. Switch all narratives about what y'all want to do and how y'all envision the shit. I went back two years ago, three years ago. Alan Hahn shouted out Carmelo Anthony when he got uh you know the on the on the top of the jumbotron you know just saluted shout out to Sweetie Pooh he was hating on Carmelo Anthony back then and he's hating on fucking Julius Randle now so stop being a fucking Knicks fan if you're just gonna wild out on every single fucking player in every single era. Yeah, <laughs> my boy D said I'm sick of you niggas. Um, I fuck with Swinney. Um, but right is right, wrong is wrong. I don't be getting this sometimes when people hate every player. Like you said, every player in every era is like, why are you a fan of this team? Like, I don't really get it. I don't know, man. I, I, li I like Swinney, but that was fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah, I, I like Swinney and his opinions are normally logical. I, I definitely didn't get, you know, I think if, if I had a, if I felt the way that Swinney does about Julius Randle, and I'm not saying it's not justified or whatever, I wouldn't have said anything yesterday. I think you got to pick your battles. I think that the night where the guy goes eight for thirteen from three and scores thirty-one points is not the night to say you hate him, and that we got to get rid of him. But you know, hey man, I, I also one thing I also respect, man, being ten toes on how you feel. But once again, you should have just done it quietly. But I, you know, hey, listen, I have a lot of thoughts about this team that I don't tweet because I know how to pick my battles, and that's just real shit. Like I pick my battles wisely. Um, I yeah, listen, to each his own. I ain't gonna tell somebody how to fan, but. You Shout know. out to Jets. Shout out to Jets for that win. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets, 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 Jets. Speaking of which, let's go on down to Knicks Jets. Taddy, talk to us. What's going on, folks? What's going on? Big shout outs to um to my Knicks. Shout out to Isaiah Hardenstein. Won some bread on him. Thought he was supposed to be starting. My parlay hit yesterday. Uh, my parlay hit two games in a row. 
Like big shout out to my, my boys right now. I'm winning money. Yeah. Right you know iHeart is black, right? I love that for you, my brother. <laughs> but um, but just other put than it that, out there, just so you know, iHeart is half black. I know, I know. I see this pops. I seen the yeah word. I see this pops. But um, what I wanted to say, I wanted to say um, you know, watching that game yesterday um, I don't want to go in on the whole Cam situation, but one thing I will say is. You could tell RJ is just a way more confident player at the two. He has the size matchup damn near every night at that position. And I think you're going to – you could see him expose and abuse that that position. I feel like um, going forward, even if it wasn't Cam, we need somebody to put RJ in that position. And somebody I think – Brutus might have just said it. It feels like RJ is just playing better defense with Cam out there for some reason, or or maybe with him at the two. I don't know what it is. Like the first couple games, I, I will say we know RJ starts a little slow sometimes, but me just watching that game, I feel like um that like that game is the key to what our season is gonna look like if they're gonna win. It's gonna be um a spread out. It's gonna be it's gonna be quickly one night. It's gonna be Obi one night, like off the bench who's making that big impact. I feel like. Our identity is our depth. Like, I don't think teams have, like, a potential firecracker on the bench the way even Fournier. I don't think a lot of people even have somebody like Fournier who could just hit four or five threes off the bench. It's just, like, I think our identity is our depth, and I think that's the way we got to play. I don't think, like, when you see us not playing selfish, it just looks so. It just looks so good. Like you seen Brunson. Brunson didn't score. I had Brunson on my parlay, and he didn't score. He scored that last fifteen. I had him for fifteen. Did we lose him? Um, what would you say? Am I lost? No, I, I can hear him. Said no. You, 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 he was gone. We heard him. But he's. Oh, oh I no! Him. I was. I, but but I was saying. Um, you know, I think our identity is just gonna be like team basketball, and you could see even RJ. I feel like. RJ looks better when he's just letting the game come. And you could tell, like, RJ sometimes just goes into attack mode, and I like that because you need to be in attack mode sometimes. But then there's times you just seen, like, last night where I felt like he was letting the game come, but you it looks like he's attacking. But in all actuality, he's kind of just playing out what the game is giving him. And I feel like that's, I think, going to be the key to the whole season, you know. So I don't know if we're going to be able – to put it together as a team effectively like that every night. Hello. I'm off you there. I just got I just got a phone call. My bad folks. But yeah, I just wanted to I'ma just leave y'all on that. I just I just wanted to say, you know, I think the identity of this team is depth. And I think um, you know, that's where we should be looking at. All right. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Thank you for joining. Uh good takes, man. Good takes. I fuck with it. Good takes indeed. And congrats on hitting your parlay two days in a row, man. Something yeah, show me, show me fighting for his life with them damn parlays. I be seeing you on the timeline, like, damn, y'all don't let one of these shits hit, bro. I be, you know, I, you know, my problem, I be trying to save my life with the parlays. Like, I be trying to hit everything <laughs> at once. Like, I be trying to, <laughs> hey, I'm a DM you, I'm a DM. I be trying to, I'm a DM you the magic parlay, man. I got you, Sean. Hey, how much? The one you hit for? How much was it? Um, I put up a hundred. I, I made eight hundred. Damn. I've been trying to make like three. The worst thing that ever happened to me, bro, I made, uh, I put in three $5 parlays one night and I made six bands off of $15. So now I'd be trying to make like $5 turn to 3000 and that, that'd be my problem. 
My boy said, "Yo, how much money you got in your bank account?" Uh, just, just nah, not even that because it's like, what, like you know, <laughs> there's, there's, there's levels of parlays. Like some people will play like the five; they'll play ten dollars to make like thirty-five dollars. I'm not doing that. Like that's what? What's the point? Right. Like, nah, I think, I think it. That's why I stay away from gambling, man. Because I'm, I, I'm, I have an addictive personality when it comes to gambling. I'm gonna just chill, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop. I ain't with it. So good luck to you and all of you that are are um, out here gambling each night yeah good good luck good luck someone asked earlier is like are we uh sponsored by fanduel um shit not that i know <laughs> uh but fanduel what up i see what up we here you see the, you see the viewers you know what i mean you know we out here apple spotify you see us holla you know what i mean i bet uh we gonna go to deuce deuce what's up yes sir it was good y'all fuck with the show uh I'm gonna be quick and concise so I can make the pot. Um, first off, I agree with Nick's Nick's Jets tape or Nick's Jets Taddy. Uh, RJ plays much better at the two. Cam is a long ass dude. He can guard twos, threes, fours. That shit is needed, and he can open threes. Evan Fournier, I have never seen a shooter that be missing threes, open threes more than him. And at the end of the year, this thing will finish at forty percent because he'll have those four for seven games from three. That'll just even it out. I don't, I don't like that shit. Um, the only thing about Cam, that dude got to stop doing that. Has he tween under the, like, all that extra shit around the rim? My guy got to stop doing all that. He's way too big, pause, to be doing all that. My guy got to just go at the hoop. Yesterday, he had one drive in the third where he drove and he got a foul. Or in the second, he got to just keep doing that. Draw the contact, get the easy layups, get a little floater, and keep shooting open threes and play defense. And you'll, you'll be there the rest of the year. That Grimes shit, weird. I don't know what's going on. I thought he didn't play on Sunday uh, or Saturday because of back-to-back, but now it's kind of concerning. Uh, so, Fournier might get more playing time now with Grimes up in the air. Uh, another one, one more thing. Uh, Brunson, man, I love that dude. That dude is not – he does not give me Nick energy at all. I don't know what's – like, Kemba Walker, he gave me Nick energy. Alec Burks, all these dudes gave me Nick energy. Brunson just gives me, like, man, you, you're too good to be playing on this, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I, I love him. He's steady. He's always gives you consistent offense. Uh, even when he's not playing well, he'll he'll come back for it later in the game. I fuck with him. Also, one dude said earlier in the game or earlier in the in the space that Towns uh, they, they don't want him. That's exactly what I was about to say. I want SGA, Donovan, all these dudes. Towns. Yeah, y'all can keep him. Y'all, y'all, y'all can keep him. I'd rather I'd rather tank than the roof for Kyle Towns. I'm good off that. Um, and yeah, and I fuck with my boy RJ. Last week I was trying to get on the space. My manager called me real quick. He said, "Yo, can you help me with something real quick right before y'all called me?" And in the background, while I was on the call, I heard someone say, "Hey, hey, Deuce, you're up." And I was, I almost, <laughs> I almost hung up on my manager. My manager, but I was like, "Yo, I gotta get on the space real quick, bro. I gotta get off this call." <laughs> no, we appreciate God. that. We appreciate thank that. God. Thank God I didn't get the call though. Uh, I, I, mean, I didn't get the, uh, I didn't get to go on because I was looking at Sean RJ. I was, I was. I was mad at RJ. I think he's coming off like a bad game, and I was going to compare him to Karis LeVert. But uh, thank God oh, I got to get that yeah, opportunity. That would have been probably uh, your last time being up yeah. here. Sister, man. Uh, no, I got, I I got a great with, with you real quick. You know, stick yeah. around. got a great with you real quick. Uh, yeah. You said a word a little earlier. Uh, not sure. We just just want to be clear. Uh, we going to call this the Brill Effect. Uh, you said nigga earlier. Are you black? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I knew it. I knew no, it. Wait, hold on, hold on. I don't sound black, though. Do I sound white? Hell no! Now you do. Now that you just put some slang in your shit, uh, 
twang in your voice. You didn't sound like hey, that hey, earlier, dude. Hey, hey, bro. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on the West Coast. I've been working all morning. So, uh, so, that, so oh, know, so you're a little too tired to put your black voice yeah. on. No, nah, not even that, bro. I just, I'm, I've, been, I've been doing the code switching all morning, bro. So oh, okay. Yeah, he's keeping it 100 in here, <laughs> All my corporate American <laughs> folks, he said he's been doing the code switching heavy. <laughs> I, yeah, bro, I, just, I heard it. I heard it earlier. I was like, oh, I, "That's the only." Th- I, I didn't hear anything you said after. I'm gonna be honest. So, uh, <laughs> I was just waiting for this shit to end so I could just ask you. Okay, I, I knew who Lita was gonna ask because I heard it. But like when I heard it, I was like, "You know what?" He said it with confidence. You know, like it, it, it flowed his it, it flowed with his speech. He did. So, like he, he has to be. <laughs> Listen, yeah, this is my I'm thing. Offended, y'all going to put offended. y'all faces as y'all avies if y'all going to be out here saying nigga. Nah, Cause bro, because I, say- I, I, I got a Knicks account and I got a tech account where I just follow like a lot of tech uh, tech stuff because I'm thinking the tech. Dude, so I just use two Dude, she's giving me entirely too much. proud of me because she is very anti the N-word and I am, a, I am an N-word connoisseur, but on the show, I don't say it, so listen, was, listen. I, I, I try not to use it um, public in public forums. You know, I try not to use words that I would be uncomfortable with certain people retweeting or using. So yeah, yeah I only use it in casual or with friends. I don't, I don't use it around people, black people that I've never met before. Because you know, somebody. All right, dude. Yo, shout out yeah. to Andy. She, uh, she in the chat talking about you know us. Somebody got to talk about Obi and. Uh, Julius minutes together and how that looked. I'm with you, Candace. I'm with you. Candace, you should have came up and talked about it yourself. Shout out Ace. TKW, we here. TKW in the building. Candace, one of the best next writers in the game. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Deuce, man, change the damn picture, man. Scaring the people down there, man. And speaking hey. of scaring the people, no, I'm playing. Huh? What? <laughs> what were you going to say? I, I, I had two things. Um, in, in reference to people needing to use their actual face, now, now that I've seen the picture of Bro, even though Jay Nicky was right when he was like, "That's a two K picture, brother. Stop saying that." He does kind of look like that. Like that does, <laughs> that does kind of look like him for real. It does. Um, and two, just to what uh, Nick's just Taddy and Deuce were saying about RJ at the two, and like just how he's looked defensively with camp. It's something I don't know. People probably haven't heard me say it a lot before, but I said it. I just didn't say it a whole lot because like it doesn't sound like actual basketball analysis. But I was a firm believer that part of RJ's defensive struggles were the fact that he was playing with a terrible defensive wing. And that was why I wanted a good defensive wing out there with him because having two good defensive wings is just like if something gets switched or whatever, you don't have to worry. It's like if I'm out there, if I'm out there hooping my boy and I know my boy can lock some shit up and I'm locking some shit up, then we locking some shit up. But like if you want the other, if you want the other side getting cooked, then like I feel more, dis- I'm still locked it up, but I feel more discouraged about defense. So I just think that that defensive synergy is a real thing. It just didn't sound like a real thing. But now that we've seen it, I can say it. it, it was that a horn behind you? Can you go save so, that so, car? So, somebody's alarm is going off. Go save that <laughs> car. What's going on, man? That ain't my – what I like, Batman? <laughs> <laughs> go help that individual. I'm like, the whole time, I'm like, it's just not stopping either. Go. My whip, my whip is a thousand miles away. I'm not. Okay. I'm, so I'm not saving no car in Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm not going to no false alarms in Brooklyn. I, I understand. All right. Um, uh, all right. So, I don't know, fellas. Who y'all want to end with? You want to end with Bankai? You want to end with Brill? I don't know. I'm not closing. All right, he's the man is chosen. I'm not closing. (laughs) The man is chosen. I know for a fact Bankai is not going to be a good closer. I'm telling you now. 
<laughs> Why would you say no? That's what? Crazy. I love Bankai. I, yo, I've been, I've been on, I've been on the crazy streets of Bankai for like a year and a half. I'm telling you right now. Bankai has been spitting, bro. Bankai has been spitting, but Bankai does not have closer energy. Um, I, I understand where Seth is coming from there. I wasn't going to say it, but I do understand it. I, I think yeah. his, his voice is too polite. You need somebody with more oomph to close. Mm, mm, okay. But Bankai has been spitting, though. I'm not taking away from that. Bankai yeah, taking away from Bankai's takes. That's not what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, all right, bro. First off, no, I just gotta, I gotta make mention of this. Yo, I be dying laughing from the chat, from the mentions I get throughout the show, whether it's like a meme of what somebody said. Like, Heck Breeze just said, is TKW now a gang? I feel like Jay Nicky and Sean just spit their shit. Like, like, what? Like, Yo, it definitely, they, definitely, they definitely were hyped just now. Like they went off with that. It was like, yeah, it was very gang related, <laughs> very Rico charge kind of energy. Um, very it's funny. not, it, it's not a matter of now. TKW been a gang. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Y'all don't get locked up now. <laughs> y'all stay out the way, as as Ulito would say. They, they, y'all giving them Ricos. They giving them Ricos left and right, man. I don't want y'all boys. Y'all, y'all be safe out there, man. <laughs> yo, don't yo. I hope y'all didn't get no PPP loan. I feel. Like, I don't know, man. Jay Nicky look like he, 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 he got he he, he got a, a nice little chain, one of them earrings off of them PPP loans. Yo, why you think I moved to Texas, bro? Yeah, that's hey, what I'm saying. I know. Well, the Lito just pulled that move where you got to stutter to finish the joke in your head. He said, "Yeah, you got yeah, that, I did. I did." <laughs> no, you want to know what? You know, you know, I'm always on point with my jokes, but I'm playing Madden. And they uh the Eagles just scored and I'm undefeated and that shit just blew my so I'm trying to like remain. Well, no, that you really you, you got to set up. I understand. Yeah, that, that, that shit, yo, that shit just blew my. I'm not this, gonna this lie. Next man. drive is crucial, brother. Hold it. Next drive is crucial, man. I just paused it because what happened is I, I thought I pressed pause, but I didn't, and then they scored. You know when you make you you press pause in your head and you get on the phone or some shit. I thought that's what happened just now, and it bothered me. So, um, but you know, I'm always on point, man. Is that what Madden I'm... twenty? Is that Madden twenty three? Come on, man. What I look like? What? What? Yo, what do... you, you got a PS five? I look like a peasant to you. You just <laughs> asked me, am I playing an old Madden? Are you? Are you? Are you an Xbox guy? I'm an Xbox guy, man. We'll we'll talk later. Yeah, we have Xbox we have couple. Uh, okay. I, I, I don't be feeling you Xbox people. I'll be honest. With you. Listen, man. You PS five people are, are are jerks and assholes. So <laughs> Xbox people are more mild mannered individuals. PS5 people are assholes. That's like a, a personality trait now at this point. Cedric, I don't blame you for not being an Xbox person because Xbox didn't exist until you were 30. So <laughs> it's, not, it's fair. Shout out, to, shout, shout, shout out to shout out to me being 39. Um, <laughs> I remember Xbox. I played Halo. <laughs> All right, Sheffrin. Your watch is about to end as the graphic designer on this show. All right. You don't put me up my face on the Julius Randle jersey. Oh, Those, I need it. Where is it? Where is it? It's in the Jumbotron. Hey, that, hey that's hilarious. <laughs> it's in the damn Jumbotron. Yo, he's so fast, too. He 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 uh he did the, the 50 cent for Jay from Florida, too. Don't you di- that's, hey, that, nah, that's that I'm not gonna lie, that's that's one of the better photoshops I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> you better not retweet that shit. <laughs> that not retweet that yo, shit. Yo, Bankai said Brutus was on a Motorola Razor. <laughs> I'm. I, <laughs> oh man, the jokes, the jokes keep going. All right, get you bad time. Yo, 
Brutus is awfully loud. I was just be honest. I was like, my eyes is closed. I was just about to go into the next one, and he woke me the fuck up immediately. Just Yo, that is a solid Photoshop, though. Like, that's pretty good. We're not going to use his... Uh, <laughs> we're not going to put his skills of Photoshop using me as Julius Randle. That's not what we're going to do. All right. I'm sick of all you niggas. I just want to be clear. All right. Brill, do you have a, a basketball take? Yes, I do. I always do. Uh, okay. <clears throat> you know, do I sound echoey? I'm in a conference room right now. A little bit, but it's fine. Echoey, but we, we, we've, dealt with Brutus. we've dealt with Brutus for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I gotta, like, that's why I didn't want to close, because I got to keep my energy proper, because I'm in this damn room. But, uh, you know, I'm sick that Papa left, has left the chat, because I really wanted to be on his ass. Because he keeps slandering Mitch, and I know he's half-trolling, I want him to admit that. And he's talking about the numbers, this and that. And something, you know, this is a topic that's been hot amongst the entire Knicks fan community on Twitter. And, like, I need y'all to understand that the stat sheet for our centers don't mean jack shit except for, like, blocks. And the reason is, like, when you talk about rebounds and points, first of all, we have so many scoring options that the the big men are not going to get touches like that. That's number one. Number two, everybody on the team gets hella rebounds. I mean, if you look at this stat sheet, you got quickly you got four rebounds in the same amount of minutes as Jericho. D. Rose got three rebounds. Jalen Brunson got five rebounds. RJ got five rebounds. Julius got eight. Topman got seven. Like, bro, like everybody gets boards. Like, we are, we have a versatile team, and I don't understand how everybody is always saying like our biggest asset and our identity is our depth, and then it's like you want to drop Mitch and then move up Jericho, and it's like what if Jericho gets hurt? What if Hart gets hurt? What depth do we have after that? Like, I just need people to understand what the actual value of our assets is and that it's a good thing that we can have multiple talented players. And it's actually a good thing that we can have players on, like, you could say Mitch is overpaid. Well, he was underpaid before that. He's a late second round. Okay. And now we have Jericho on a low contract. That's a good thing for us. Why we have Mitch starting? We have Mitch insurance, literally. The dude gets hurt. Last season, he was very healthy. This season, you know, we'll see what happens. But we have insurance, and Jericho's great insurance for him. Secondly, Jericho, I'm, I stand tall for that dude, yo. Like, I uh, I don't know if anybody saw, but Monica Midnight <laughs> replied to my tweet, which was dope, because, you know, on the last time I came on the show, I was calling them out because uh, her and Kaz were hating on me for saying that I want to see Jericho guarding Giannis. And the reason why is because he has faster feet. I would like to see the versatility that Tibbs displayed on the lineup last night uh, be expressed throughout the season because players like Carl Towns, I think Jericho is the best matchup that we have. Cause why? Because he's an agile, quick guy. He's a finesse guy. He doesn't use his size or his strength often. So that's the kind of matchup you want. Somebody like Joel Embiid, I think he's going to punish Jericho. He also punishes Mitch. But it's going to be reducing that punishment. That's the thing, right? So all I'm saying is if y'all look at the damn stat sheets, we have a lot of good rebounders at positions like where they're above average for their position at rebounding. That shit is going to be distributed. You know, we, have a, we have a solid team, a well-rounded team. Not a lot of people are great at anything, but a lot of people are good at a lot of things. And that gets distributed throughout the entire roster. That's what depth means, yo. So I need y'all to chill out with that shit. Hating on my boy Mitch. Hating on his contract. It makes no sense at all. Like, I don't understand why we always have to turn our own players into enemies when, like, we, we should be... Like, you can't be talking about your depth and then turning players into villains. It makes no damn sense, yo. Like, we have mad good players on our team. There's players that don't get burned that are good. That's a good thing. Because the people in front of them are also good. 
So chill the fuck out with that shit, bro. The stat sheet, don't, like, the stat sheet alone just says you don't watch the games, and I know a lot of y'all watch the games, so stop pretending you don't. That's all I got. Hey, bro, spitting. That's, hey, my guy. My hey. guy. Okay, okay. It's a nominee. It's a nominee it's, there. It's, it's, that, it's that positive thinking cat got you talking like that, ain't it? Hey, man, I'm back mainstream office now. I'm out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got that on. My boy said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm taking bro to the wing spot. We're going to hang out. Please stop. Why are we in the middle of said, And I got PS5 said. My kind of guy. All right. That's my man. Dude, I like too. bro. Look, run it up, sir. Me too. Yeah, let's rock. That's old God, man. God, of, God of War is coming out tonight. I can't wait. It comes out tonight? Yeah. 12 o'clock. Oh, <laughs> All right, listen. That's the old man y'all talking to. He's going to fall asleep after the first round, first match. I've been on I've be on COD. I've been on Call of Duty till like two, three in the morning, yo. I, I don't look, I don't put it past you. Um all right. Are we ending with Bankai or like I don't know. We don't have all any right, man. Bankai, just try it, man. Go for it. Let's see, let's see what you Damn, got. You have a faith in my boy. Come on, yeah, man. Just just try it. It's crazy. Just try it. It's nuts. Shout out, shout out to the big three. I'll do my best. Uh you know, not, first, already. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, Before you start, yeah. I need you see. You sound, you sound tired. You say, Shout out to the big three. I'll do my. No, you got to come in here. Like you got to bring the energy. All right, all right. right. Shout out to the big three. I'll do my fucking best. There yeah. we go. Oh, okay. I like it. I like it. I like it. First off, first off, I love the fact that we won the game. The first half had me on cloud nine, right? I do think we could have been sharper as a unit offensively in the second half. There was too many, uh, too many odd-looking passes uh, and broken plays for my liking. Uh, I do think that the team needs to continue to watch film and improve on that. Uh, the mid three delivered uh, for a second game in a row: seventy-six points, sixteen assists, and eighteen rebounds combined from RJ, uh, Jalen Brunson, and Julius Randle. Uh, Got to talk about Ovi. Ovi was great once again off the bench, dropping 15, 7, and 3. He absolutely needs to get more minutes. I don't understand the whole thing with him not getting as, as, as much minutes as possible. Uh, and Cam Reddish, man. Like, I really love that this kid has figured out that even if he's not scoring uh, in games, he can still have a big impact as a starter by playing defense and locking down, you know, opposing guards, two guards, threes, and just be a new, uh, 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 be annoying on the defensive end with his wingspan. I love that. He's, st he's starting to figure it out for me, like in, in, in that sense, right? He's playing really good defense. Uh, Got to give him his credit. Uh, one thing I do want to address real quick. Uh, it's all love kind of, but Jay from Florida, Yo, your fucking take about R.J. Barrett being Lou Dort fucking stinks, bro. That shit was absolute trash. It's disgusting. It shouldn't. It should have never been put on the timeline to begin with. And I don't care if you were trolling. I don't care if it was serious. That shit was absolute ass. A two pack of ass, like Lito likes to say, bro. Take that shit back to the ninety-nine cent store. Got to come better with that. Don't disrespect RJ Barrett like that, bro. He's not Lou fucking Dort out of all players. And one more thing I'm going to say, let's beat the Nets ass tomorrow. And if we do win, Julito, bro, you got to go to Barclays and you got to record another video. 
you got to record another video if we win tomorrow night. That's it. I'm out. Oh, he did God. God. He did a good job. What you talking about, Seth? He did a good job, Seth. Listen, yeah. he started off. I was I was worried, but yo, once he started going off with Jay from Florida, I think he really found his footing. Yeah, man, what you talking about? What's your mouth, man? Yeah. Watch your mouth, man. Bonka ain't come and play with y'all this year, man. Do not Bonka fucking disrespect Arthur Garrett like that. Yeah, yeah, Bonka. He was trolling. He said she was a two packer. That that's that's engaged, Bonka. That ain't Bonka. That ain't that ain't. Boyfriend Bonka, that's fiance Bonka. Listen, I'm engaged. I got something to fight for, bro. Yeah, yeah. let him know. Yeah, do, oh, oh, do oh, oh. you gotta stay on phone them. <laughs> on phone them. And do, I don't do even know who one them is. <laughs> Talk about that. Put some respect on his name. You see the 100s going through the chat. You see the laugh emoji. You see, come on, man. Bonka got the blicky on him. You heard you heard it. I'm playing with him, man. Y'all gonna put some respect on you. Come damn, on, Jay not even in here. I wish Jay could have heard that. It's recorded. He gonna run this. Oh, and he's double it. No smoke. What you talking about? No smoke. Let's go. Up the chimney. Man, stop playing with Bonka, man. Y'all gonna put some respect on my boy. Name the season, he said. That's all I'm talking about, Varkai. Good shit. All right, man. That's how you close the show. I I, I like the energy. Silent, silent assassin. Smooth criminal. I respect it. I respect it. All right, man. Said, bring us home. Final thoughts, man. You're, what's good? What's good? Listen, man, for those who are new uh, listeners to the show or just haven't figured it out yet, I am the color comment, commentary guy. That's me. Pulito says it. He don't know what I'm about to say. He don't know what I'm talking about. Who fucking knows, right? Sean's going to give you X's and O's. Pulito's going to rant. I'm, I'm going to give you what's going on out in these streets. So we got to talk about the fact that, uh, yo, Kit been killing it, man. Like, Kit been killing it. Ronnie Feig, shout out to Queens. Queens get the money. You already know. Um, but, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to, to this to this uh, city jersey on Friday night. Moselle is going to be in the building. I'm not going to be in the building, but... Looking forward to to what that unveiling is. And yo, Ray and Ghost, like Ray and Ghost, purple tape. Like, we ain't we ain't talk about that enough. Like, you know what I'm saying? We we, we may have I, I may have to start off. We we need to we need to get a dub, and then I may have to go and, and, and pull out the purple tape next next episode, man. Cause when I saw that, I see Ray and Ghost. I'm like, yo. And they was just name dropping crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I was I was like, damn, why they name drop RJ? But you know, it is what it is. I take it on the chin. I, I I know Ghost. He he don't be watching the games. Ghost is somewhere doing God knows what in a bathrobe. But um, shout out shout out to shout out to Kip, shout out to Ronnie Feig and them doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? Making sure that that we got the freshness. Uh, I don't know if Steve Stout is still around, but that whoever whoever linked that partnership up, uh, it's it's definitely paid dividends. Yo, much love to everybody in here. Let's keep let let's keep moving the conversation forward. You know, respectfully, uh, you know, let's respect each other. Let's res- let's respect each other's experiences. We can all learn from one another. That's a fact. So, you know, I, I just want to see more, more love, less dumb shit. One. Yeah, man. Uh, very well said. Uh, uh, um, 
But yeah, uh, very, you know, great that, was <laughs> that was corny. I liked it. I, liked, I thought it was funny. I just <laughs> caught it that late. I was like, that's flat. oh. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this show. You know, it's, it's, it's great all the time, but especially after a win and a decisive win. And hopefully we have more decisive wins moving forward. Very glad we got 25 always minutes. Um, I hope that we continue to get the things we asked for. You know, if you ask, we shall receive. Uh, you know, we asked, we, I begged, I implored for Fournier to be out of the starting lineup. Honestly, ever since I had to start stop watching Evan Fournier be out there for the tip-off, life has been better, man. And I think it'll get better when he continues to lose the minutes. Um, but I don't want to make it all about him because it's a happy show. And, you know, there's nothing happy about the way he plays basketball. Um, uh, respect, RJ. Um, and once again, like, you know, if you have an issue with Randall, you know, uh, I think you should save it for the nights where he's, you know, trust Julius Randall will give you opportunities to be pissed off at him. I'm, I'm almost certain. I'm almost certain of it. You know, so save it for those nights. Uh, I, I think it's a losing battle to fight when a guy goes eight for 13 and has 31 points and you're, you know, talking about what a piece of city is and how much you hate him. I just, I don't think it's good optically. And I also understand that some people don't give a shit about optics and they just care about how they feel and they stand on that. And I respect that. But, um, you know, I think you got to be able to be a little bit, uh, a little bit more understanding and um, even, uh, you know, empathy. You know, it goes to, it, it, it exists in basketball conversations as well um, and carry that over into other areas of life. Um, you know, Jalen Brunson, excellent. I think this whole, like, I, I'm a big, I'm really big on, and I'm going to keep being big on it. And I hope that we, you know, win basketball games so that I can, you know, be right or just look right. I don't think I'm wrong, but, you know, I, there's, and not every conversation, and this is in real life too, like in just other things, not everything is about one person being right and one person being wrong. Like there are just different opinions, there are different perspectives, and, you know, there's different aspects of things. But I think in terms of this whole star thing where everybody's like, oh, we don't have a star until we get a star, blah, blah, blah. Like I said, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a really firm believer that if Mitchell Robinson doesn't get hurt, that, that Hulk series is a cakewalk for us. And, you know, that just goes to show we could have been in the second round of the playoffs. Philly was hurt. Doc Rivers was coaching terribly. We could have slipped into the Eastern Conference Finals. And that was with a team that started Alfred Payton, Reggie Bullock all year, that had the worst backcourt in the NBA. We got really good production out of Julius Randle. Um, you know, we have a better version of R.J. Barrett. You know, we have a, a huge upgrade between, you know, Jalen Brunson over Alfred Payton and Cam Reddish over um, Reggie Bullock. We have, a, we have better youth that has, you know, uh, grown. Obi's 10 times the player he was his rookie year. Not to say he was shitty his rookie year, but He's just really confident. He stepped into everything. IQ has gotten better. He's a better rebounder, better defender, more experienced. Um, Hardenstein is a better backup than Nolan's Noel or Todd Gibson was to Nolan's Noel. So, you know, we have a much better team than we had then. So, and even, you know, and, and what made me think about that actually is when we talked about the Kiss thing. Um, and, you know, they were talking about the 99 team. And it's just like, yeah, that 99 team that made the run, you wouldn't call, I mean, Patrick Ewing was hurt. I don't think people would call Allen Houston a star. I don't think people would call Spearwell a star. But when you have guys who are playing together and on the same page, you know, they, they make the right plays, they make the right moves, and you can it can take you wherever. So I don't think we need to be stuck on this. Oh, like, I just don't – I don't like, you know, that being – that getting in the way of actual basketball conversation. I think we should evaluate the team we have. We should speak on the players we have. We should appreciate the players we have and, you know, talk about what we want for them. And if the star comes along, then sure. But I just hate everything getting reduced to, oh, we don't have a star, so this and that, this and that. Not nah, like – be the best version of the team that we can be. And I think the best version of the team that we have is a pretty good team. We have a lot of talent. We have a lot of depth. We're still a young team. 
You've got guys who are growing. This team is still adjusting. Jalen Brunson, is, you know, he just got here still, low-key. And so, you know, we'll, we'll see it continue to figure out. We just tinkered. We just uh, tweaked the starting lineup. Cam hasn't even really gotten his feet wet offensively in that lineup, but he's doing a great job defensively. Two solid defensive wins. He's doing a lot for us. If we, if we contest and close out on a three like we did last night, I think we're a much better basketball team. I mean, offensively, we've looked good. But, you know, if Julius Randle is able to space the floor for us, that opens, that changes things. Like, there's a lot more nuance to the conversations than just, oh, we don't have a star. So I just want us to have, I mean, I've, I've always been for it. I just want us to have nuanced conversations, bro. I don't, I don't want to tell anybody how to fan. I don't want to tell anybody how to feel. But I think that, you know, it, avoiding nuance in the conversation is just kind of a waste of words and Twitter characters. And, you know, we should, we should do better. We should, as the team improves, as, you know, our, as we become more experienced as fans, we should be better fans, every single one of us, myself included. Um, and so, yeah, like, to, to being better fans and to the season improving, man, love you guys. Yeah, um, I'm going to be short and sweet because I want to get out of here before two. Let's get this fucking win tomorrow in, in, in Brooklyn, man. Let's show them that we run New York. This is our city. Let's finally get a goddamn win in the Barclays tomorrow. Let's do it. Y'all know the rules. Stay out the way. Stay sucker free. Stay safe. Stop wilding on the timeline, and hopefully you made the podcast. Till we meet again. Peace. Adios. Hate that sound. K-K-C-C-D. Hey, hey.